Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. We are with us our entire party for the Rappy campaign, including but not, well, I guess is limited to our fighter. Uh, Becky, the Dragonborn Battlemaster fighter. Our paladin slash fighter. Torin, played by James. Our cleric. Masami, played by Katie. Our barbarian. Ahanzi, played by Melanie. And our warlock. Elise, played Thistle. So when we last left off, you guys kind of got a little bit of a sort of cliffhanging moment where you guys were pilfering the armory of this place. And uh, something got knocked down the stairs. And after it banged down the spiral staircase for quite a ways, you heard that there was a noise in response. Fool of a took. Yep, a big scary noise. Hey, uh, just asking for a friend, what's a CR rating on a, on a Balrog? Mm-hmm. I don't know. One. Uh, probably more than a few level 5 fighters. This foe is beyond all of us. <laughs> So what you said there was a noise. What was the noise in response? Because I don't actually remember what the. You guys like one of you. I forget who. <clears throat> uh, like knocked over something, and it fell down the stairs. Um, was so after it fell down the spiral staircase, the response was this like low bellowing noise from the from, like the depths of this tower. Or a temple. Alright, we want to go deal with the scary noise before what's upstairs. I think we are upstairs? You guys are only on, like, the second or so floor of five. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep. I also kind of worry about leaving that unattended. Yeah. I worry about getting sandwiched into an area with no escape, so it probably might be better to investigate. Alright, let's go to the scary noise. It can't get much- I feel like it, if anything, giving the scary noise time, best case scenario, it gets bored and leaves, but I don't think we're that lucky. Every other scenario, it it gets worse. So I will go ahead and, yeah. Um, yep. So this here we know. Let's go investigate. Do you want to attempt to stealth and try to get a peek, or do we have any way of peeking without having to go down there? I know I'm very loud and clanky. We're not a very stealthy party. I'm not necessarily built for stealth, but I don't clank. You do. Chainmail, chainmail. Yeah, no, I, I don't think we we should bother stealthing. Probably won't be worth it. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you I Thistle were to poke ahead just a bit. Okay, sure. As long as you know the others are within screaming distance. 
I imagine sound carries in a place where it's not really having an area to escape to. So if I recall correctly, I pointed out that this place isn't particularly well lit. Um, and that you guys have, have, have had to use your own light sources so yep. far. Um, Kenny, can you give us the picture of or the map again? Oh, I see it. Never mind. Sure, I'll go. I'll I'll scroll up a, up a, like one full mouse wheel. <laughs> there you go. Um. <clears throat> and you guys are like on the second level. Yeah. Inside. Right. So. I think all of us, but. But Melanie, maybe you have dark vision. Is that correct? Uh, no, dragon. No, dragonborns don't have dark vision. Oh, gotcha. So a lot of us. Okay. Um, I do. Who else does? No, I do not. I was... It's. I think it's literally <clears throat> just out of the party. At least I think it's just you and Sami. Okay. Um. Then why don't I go? Uh. All. Yeah, I'll go up and try to sneak. Uh, be close because I don't like basements. Uh, so the scary noise, is it on the first floor or underneath that? I don't know. Did you go that far? Uh, I mean, we started on this second floor, right? Like, have we been to the... Have we been to the first floor at all yet? No. We did start on the floor. The first floor is the hydroponics area with all of the plants. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. You know, sneaky sneak downstairs. Oh, how long does invisibility last? Because I can cast that. Ten minutes. Yeah, doing it. Okay. Casting invisibility on myself. Sneaky sneaking downstairs. Ooh, okay. That's not too bad. Dex. One. Thirteen. Alright, so you're the only person going down the spiral stairs? Yep. So, as you enter that spiral, you realize that the torches on Tonches are lit now, where they were not. Um, I want... Like, all of them, or just the ones that I've already passed? All of them. Ah, okay. Crap. Uh, don't want to waste invisibility, so I guess I'll just keep going. Alright. <clears throat> so, um, what was your stealth roll? Thirteen. Okay. So... You go down to the hydroponics floor, and you can see that, I believe, does anyone remember if I put that place as stagnant? Yes. Yeah. So now you can see that the hydroponics are working. Uh, you can hear flowing water. Uh, the whole room has quite come alive. Not necessarily in, like, the flora coming alive, but, like, all the different pools have now running water, not just still water. Okay. Hello? That's not in character. Yeah. Um, any noise? 
like other you know the, the scary noise no the scary noise does not repeat is there anything nearby that I could pick up and throw where I, I, I want to pick something up and throw it across the room to make another noise to see if I can, you know, get the whatever made the noise into revealing where it is. If it's in here, if it hears something clattering, I'm hoping that it will. So the staircase that you're in is pretty pristine. So if you wanted to find something to improvise and throw as a distraction noise, you'd have to go either out of the stairwell or into your inventory to find it. What do I have? I have extra rations. If I throw rations, will that make enough noise? What do you mean? Well, it'll make noise. Okay, but like throwing a slice of bread isn't going to make as much noise as like throwing a pipe. And I'm not going to tell you what the threshold of enough noise is for you to know. You have to find that out. I throw a ration as far across the room as I can. All right. It flies several feet and thuds and falls apart on the floor with like a satisfying flap. Okay. Um, so I'll quickly go back up to the party, tell them it's safe to go down one more floor. You You guys probably just hear a noise, you know, not seeing a person. I imagine we're smart enough to determine that this is Thistle, as we we did see you cast ability, correct? Right. Oh, and I told you guys to stay close just in case I needed to run because I'm scared of basement. Fair. Uh, I'll I'll at least follow you down another level. Anyone else? Um, I will try to stealth. I guess I can. Uh, I'll I'll attempt to stealth as well with them. I guess. All right. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, I rolled a twenty total for stealth. Whoa! Natural fucking one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to balance out them numbers. Yeah. Torin, Becky. Uh, I'm not. Didn't really try. I mean, I'm not going to be make, like intentionally making more noise, but I'm wearing split mail. It's going to make noise. Uh, D&D Beyond is giving me trouble, so I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm not going to try stealth either. But, okay, so you all go down the stairs together. <laughs> okay. Um, just are trying to be quiet, and the other three aren't. Sure. So, you all sort of move down the stairs a little further uh, and are at the first floor. Um... You know, and can still go down. So, do you go down? Yep. Okay. What's your passive perception? Mine? Yeah. Ten. All right, so you take a few steps, and then when you take that next step, the stair sort of slides down. Uh, and then that stair clicks loudly into place, and all the other stairs... Uh, fall oh, flat God. and make a slide. All Wait. of the doors for the first and second floor slam shut. Oh, shit. Make deck saves. Oh, goody. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, everyone, because you're on the stairwell. That's fair. <laughs> That's a three. I'm looking for 14 or higher, so if you didn't get it, then... 18. Okay. I forgot that Charisma is my dumb stat, not, not Dex. Dex is close, though. Was Masami the only one to get a 14 or higher? I got a natural 20. Okay. I got a 3 or lower. Alright. Torrent also failed? Yep. Alright, so I'm going to just say that the marching party was the order that you guys sounded off in. So it's uh, Thistle up front, then Masami, then Ahanzi. Sorry, Ahanzi, then Masami, then Torin, then Becky. Yeah, sure. So the stairs turn into a slide, and Thistle's in the front, and she botched her save, right? Oh, yeah. So she goes careening down into the darkness, or I guess not into the darkness, but around the corner ahead of the party. Um, Masami and Ahanzi are both able to sort of hold themselves in place so you could like move down at half pace but in control and then your back row fail their saves and come barreling into Ahanzi Ahanzi make a strength save I can do that (laughs) another natural fucking 20 Okay. Uh, for for a twenty six total. All right. So Hanzi, the two party members um, barrel into you, and you lose about a foot of ground, but you're able to sort of clench your fingertips into the walls, and and hold your your hooves steady. You're accustomed to getting bumped while on the ice, so this isn't too bad. But uh, your two party members behind you are uh, Tor- Torin and Becky are in a pile behind you. So the two of you guys are pretty, like, spaghettied. Just <laughs> uh, a tangle of dragon. <laughs> just a tangle of scales. On Very the slippery steps. Because they're not steps. No. <laughs> uh... I guess after they right themselves, I'll I'll continue down slowly. Um, I'm still invisible, right? Yeah. Okay. No, guys, why don't you stay here? You know, let me go scout down ahead. How about you not talk to people that you're not close enough to talk to? You oh, forget sorry. about the part that you were in the front and flew down the slide. <laughs> right. You flew down. So, yeah, where did we all land relative to like the? Fl- is this this is all going like all the way down? Like I'm trying to place so myself. As far as I've pictured it, you guys are kind of in the stairwell between the second floor and the first floor, and you, Ahanzi, so Masami and Ahanzi have stabilized themselves. You know, sort of like plant hands planted, feet planted at the corners and on the walls. Of the slide. Torin and uh, Becky are trying to untangle themselves without compromising Ahanzi. And Thistle has flown far ahead to the point where, I mean, you don't know if she's right in front of you or if she fell down because she's invisible. 
Everybody sound off who's still here. Sound. There, you said there was light in the stairwell now, though. Yeah, this, the, the stairwell is lit. Okay. Uh, but this will... You hear Masami in the distance up above you. Uh, and you've been spat out, assumedly only a floor deeper, uh, into a wide but short hallway of stone. Okay. Um... I want to let them know that I'm okay, but I don't want to yell. So, on the like on the slide that I slid down on, I just want uh, to tap the you know like shave and a haircut, uh, just to kind of let them know that you know I'm capable at least of like banging on the the slide. Can I make a perception check to hear that? Sure, with disadvantage. Yeah, I mean he's knocking on stone. Uh, with disadvantage, 19. Nice. You fucking kidding me? I rolled a 19 and an 18 plus one. <sighs> sorry, Kenny. No, it's fine. It's just unfucking believable. Oh, sorry. Um, that's, <laughs> Kenny, I'm sorry. 23. Uh, I didn't read my score right. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, you hear a hand, like, slap stone in the distance rhythmically. I can't tell... If someone's tapping the stone, or if something just fell down. But I'm pretty sure it's somebody tapping the stone. Did anybody in our immediate vicinity just tap stone? Considering I'm holding your asses falling down the slide, no. You well, can literally it have to be like that, Hansi. I don't know if it's any of us or I mean, there's one person missing from our party, but I have no idea where she is because we can't see her. It was a good idea. Oh, I respect it. It's just, it, it's. <laughs> you also can't hear this because I'm talking at a normal voice. I think. I mean, yeah. she can hear. It's just like distorted and echoey, as if you heard a conversation up a few flights of stairs. No, I mean, I I've let them know that I exist. So I'm going to do what I came down here for and, you know, keep kind of sneaking forward, seeing what I can see. I'm going to try to uh, reposition myself where I'm not putting my weight on Hanzi. Make a dex skill check. Or, I guess, acrobatics or athletics. Seventeen. Okay. And Torn? I'm sorry, what was it? Uh, acrobatics or athletics? Or athletics, okay. Uh, 18? Okay. Um, you two are both able to sort of separate and pick yourselves up and then slowly sort of adopt a similar or at least similarly effective stance to your companions. Uh, so you now all can sort of slowly inch your way down without risking of slipping or falling again. Alrighty. I will proceed to do that. Slowly inch down so as to not fall. I do as well. So, uh, Thistle, this is the basement that you're in. Um, 
except I left out something super important. Okay. Um, where did I enter from? The the blank spot. The blank side. The south side. Okay. Here. Kenny, I really appreciate your Microsoft Paint map. Yep, love it. So you're in a chamber with... Uh, you know, two doors on either side and a big door ahead of you. Okay. What's super important that you left out? What direction you came from, which is the stairs now slide behind you. Okay. <laughs> you know that thing that you asked? Yep. Uh, I mean, so anything else in the room or just those doors? It's very simple. Um, like, there's torches on the walls, uh, and there are signs near the doors. They are in Dwarven. I speak Dwarven. No, I do not. I speak Elven. Uh, okay. Uh, I will go back up the stairs and try to reconnect with party. Are you all just sort of inching down? Yeah. Yes. Alright. Um, by the time you slip and fall for the second time, Thistle, you can see your party sort of sliding around the bend. Am I still invisible? Uh, not for much longer, but yes. Okay. That's fine. Shh! What's that? <laughs> I point my crossbow. Sounded like a child. If you shoot me in the knee, I swear to all the gods, Becky, I will push you down those stairs. What about your foot? No. How can you push me down the stairs? I'm in front of you. As the person who has to heal you fuckers, nobody shoot anybody, okay? Aww. No shooting. Aww. I will turn that crossbow into a hunk of lead, I swear to god. Becky stows his crossbow and grumbles a little bit. I have found some doors down the stairs, but I don't speak Dwarven. Hey, do you think they did Dwarven because it's on the doors? I actually speak Dwarven. Well, go read them. I I guess I go read them. Uh, That's one of the... Okay, Okay. cool. (laughs) So, once the party sort of regains its togetherness... Uh, Which is DM speak for gets their shit together. Yes. Dorvin <laughs> thinks I hate it. No, um, I when I said it, so I had to explain it. That's it's fine. Um, <clears throat> so, which door do you look to first? Um, let's start on the right. The right-hand door. The right... It just simply says materials. And then... Um, it's like... So it's like materials and like a hyphen... Uh, exotic. Cool. Intriguing. Uh, look, the one on the left? Materials. Common. That makes sense. And the one in the front? Uh, it just... It, 
it's kind of like a like a double entendre of a word. It's like implying that this is like where sex happens, but also where work happens. It's like if you were if you were to say this is is where the magic happens or like this is where you we get busy. It's kind of like that. Despians do it in the dark. I've heard several styles of that. I'm sure the dwarves have some version of it. Yeah. Well, for exotic materials, like, like I have 20 pounds of Kentoblepa skin. Pretty exotic. Well, does it look like these are storage rooms? Like, or that... What? Okay. I don't um, know. This. The, so I'm assuming that there's the big doors at the end with the pun... And then there's the two smaller doors. Does it look like... Do either of the, I'm going to try opening the common materials door. The common materials door is very simply locked. Okay. I don't have lockpicks. Is there like a padlock or is it more like a lock is built into the door? Uh, it's... So, looking at it, it's... It kind of looks like... Uh a pair of like there's a handle a singular vertical like handle on it um and then there's also like near where the locking mechanism would be there's a series of holes that seem to be worn okay does it look like they have like scratch marks and something was like like Scratches on like a keyhole key where there would be stuff being put in and out of them constantly. Uh, no, they're they're they're, they're like circular holes. Okay, similar to the door that we got into in here in the first place. Uh, small, almost like a bowling ball. I throw five copper pieces into the hole. See what happens. Uh. The copper pieces seemingly get stuck. Mark five copper off your sheet. I can throw five more copper in there, guys. Please don't do it. I'm going to try tapping on the door and see if there's any sort of, like, if I can, like, maybe hear a mechanism inside, or if there's, if this is just, like, a simple door and this ornamentation, or if there's, yeah. Uh, Doing so, you know, you sort of jiggle the door a little bit, and you see that there's a sort of a plate that is separate and circular that uh, the holes are in. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can draw a picture of this. Let me see. Well, this is anything like the mechanism at the front of the temple. I'm going to actually take out... I have a bunch of, like, metal scrap tiles that I use for... As a spell component for augury. As part of my whole shtick. That I'm assuming is, like, you know, there's some tin, there's some copper, there's some iron. 
There's maybe a steel plate or two. It's basically just like stuff that I've like scrap and like cool bits that I've made over the years. Mm. I'm going to kind of have them all in my hand and kind of hold them up to the, the holes in the door and see if any of them either react or the door reacts to them. No, nothing happens like that. Is there a similar mechanism on the other side, on the other door? The other door has a different mechanism to it. Um, similar shape, except there's not that blue part. Um, the blue part is different, and it looks like... Just make the DM draw all the things all at once. It's fine. Make Kenny have to draw all the things. Make Elise have to come up with a million NPC names for no reason. I'm just that player. Character tells you their name. Oh, I've, I've passed it on to so many other like fresh newbie DMs. It's like when in doubt, just like they tell you their name. <laughs> it doesn't have to be important. It's fine. And then the other door, the exotic door, uh, looks like that. Except imagine that those two slits are actually the same size. <laughs> okay. I tried. I just couldn't get it. <laughs> okay. I, I understand. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to get the copper pieces out of the door to get that unstuck first. It's not difficult. Oh yeah, that. I figure I've got like jewelers tools, tools something that I can something that I can wedge and pop them out and hand them back to. Yeah. It's not like you're, <laughs> them back to back. you're you're not like pulling out a tr like a spider or a roach out of someone's ear. Ugh. Ah. Uh, I'll you know what uh, if what if it's as simple as sticking your fingers in the holes and turning? Do you try that? That sounds like a very good way to lose a finger. Not your actual finger. I mean... Do I know of anything lore or wise that this might be referring to? Like, I work in materials as my religion. I don't know uh -huh. where to start racking my brain for this, but... Like, is there some sort of material? Is there some sort of lore in the universe as far as materials go? Kind of similar how, like, there's like, oh, here's the elements, and here, are, like, you know, like how alchemy has like gold and oh, okay. brass and tin and all that sort of stuff. Is there anything like that in this world that I would be able to make a roll or a check for? I mean, I imagine there is, but I will tell you that you're overthinking it. It's what I do. I'm, I'm gonna do what I said I was gonna do. Uh -huh. Hey man, you're the barbarian, I'm the cleric, we can fix it if it does any damage. Yeah, at the risk of my own fingers, I will stick all five of my fingers on my left hand to the holes in the door and see if it turns one way or the other. So, you are able to sort of fit your big beefy fingers in there, actually quite comfortably. Um... There's only a little bit of space around your fingers when you put them in there. So you could imagine that the smaller members of the party, had they put their fingers in there, it would be, like, cavernous for their fingers. Okay. Uh, but for you, your fingers fit in pretty, almost, like, pretty snugly. Uh, and then you start to turn, and you realize that there's, like, the plate begins to turn. But there's multiple plates past the first one. 
and turning all of them with just your flesh hand becomes excruciatingly painful. Oh dear. You don't take damage unless you push forward, in which case, who knows? But, at, you know, you, you're like, oh shit, I think I got it. Wait, ah, ah, oh, that, 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 that's not good. That's not oh. good. Okay. I'll, I'll remove my hand. Uh, and you so when you say it's it, causing. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You know, you sort of turn it back to its original position. Yeah. And pull your hand out. Okay. So the pain was being caused by plates behind it basically, like, scrunching on her fingers? Imagine, from your perspective, Ahansi, you probably could describe it, but, um, like, imagine that this plate has several plates past it. Yes. And that, you know, if you were just, you know, if you, like, what what a, what it was that, a palette that painters use when you, like, yeah. put your thumb through it? Yeah. Imagine that you know, you put all your fingers through a palette like that, and if you were just turning it, that would be super easy, because there's not a lot of tension or torque on your fingers. But if there was multiple heavy stone palettes, and you were, like, trying to turn all of them, you know, eventually some of them wouldn't turn as much deeper in. And that's the kind of sensation you get. I'm imagining, like, the dial on a rotary phone, like, if there were multiple layers of that. That's a good way to put it. Um, Okay. So we're looking for, I guess, some kind of weird key, unless you want to try and fashion something to hit all of the, the layers at once. Um, actually, I'll I'll pull out I'll I'll pull out a, a single python. Is a python small enough to fit in one of the holes? Is a what? A python? A python? I don't actually know how to oh. say it. No, no, no. Right. Sorry, I just didn't hear you. Um. A- <laughs> yeah, it'll get in there. Okay. I'll poke five into each of the holes. Okay. And I'll attempt to turn it that way using both hands on either side. All right, make a strength check. The general strength check, that is a 21. Alright, so you turn and you you get a lot more distance this time. A lot more of a rotation. Maybe like even a quarter of a full rotation. And then um, an audible loud alarm goes off. Uh Uh-oh. And the pittens snap. Ooh. Ooh, good then. Good thing those those were not your fingers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Mark. Also, where's Roderick? Did we lose him at some point? Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is my favorite part of this, by the way. <laughs> I was gonna say something back when we were at the staircase, but I assumed that I just had forgotten where he was. Best escort is a quest ever. <laughs> um, we haven't seen him since last session. not wrong. Well, when did you lose track of him? When we started looting the whore. Yep. Uh, okay. Um, so, should we go track down, or should we take care of this? Well, a little bit of the answer gets taken care of for you. 
Because at the end of the hall, the big double door begins to slide open. Uh-oh. Uh, and stepping through is a massive stone golem. It has a chiseled head to look like a very stereotypical dwarf. But it's armed and armored by the same materials from the armory up above. It is wearing plate. It is brandishing a greatsword. And as it takes its first two steps into the room, it looks towards the party and says, You all should not be here. I am the defender of the forge. You must leave or die. Oh, Sorry. Um, the stairs are busted. We can't leave. You can. It just, it takes a while. I tried. Masami hearing that this is apparently a forge and just being like, oh, but I want to (laughs) see. It's not starting to hit us, though, immediately, right? No. Like I said, it sort of stepped into the room, said what it said, and it has its greatsword sort of brandished, not pointed at you all, but this thing is clearly ready to fulfill its purpose if it has to. We didn't mean to intrude. Um, we were, I mean, looking for our friend and looking to see what happened here. Friend? Who is friend? The stone golem, while sezzing so, takes a few steps to the right and then seems to fiddle under its stone beard that it lifts up off of its... It's, it's like... You know how, like, a like a helm visor has, like, a p- pair of pivot points that you can lift and lower? Yeah. Its stone beard is, like, one big Amazing. piece that it lifts up. Uh, <laughs> and it pulls down, and you guys can see, there are three stone hands in different sort of positions. One has its, its fingers sort of clawed out. Um, and the other two sort of have like uh, their fingers pointing, all, all fingers pointing forward. So like a sort of flat hand. And it uh, takes the longer of the two hands and sticks it into a slit in the wall and turns it sideways like a key. And you hear a series of shunks as the door or uh, as the stairs flip back up. Fifty. Neat. Um, yeah, we were here. Uh, fuck it. I'm a, Masami doesn't have that kind of not being. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to be like, uh, there was a, a gentleman that we were sought to escort, but we seem to have gotten separated. Uh, Roderick? What is Roderick? Um, I describe Roderick and just be, Roderick the pit 
Pitless? Pitless? Yeah, he's a um, gnome. He's got 12 and I think, what, 36, 37? He him? said he had friends here and that he wanted to see them, even though that this place has been a ruin as far as any of us have heard. And for As if you all had summoned him by describing him, you sort of hear uh, Roderick's voice saying, I knew I was going to figure it out. And look, the stairs are back. And he sort of like <laughs> plops down out of the stairwell uh, <laughs> with the other two right behind him. Masami audibly uh, face palms. <laughs> uh, to his appearance, the stone golem uh, sort of stabs the great sword into the ground and approaches the party a few steps. Unarmed, but still handed. Correct? I mean, yeah. It's funny, because he had hands in his beard. Right. Mm -hmm. I am not going to take an aggressive stance, but I'm just gonna be prepared to cut shit and run. Uh, yeah, th this is this is Roderick. Um, hey, Roderick, uh, we're gonna talk about where you went later, maybe, but... Why? You guys oh. left. And he just sort of, like, walks past the party and goes, Ah, Priktotalon! You look great! Of course he knows the Of course he knows the <laughs> Just Masami muttering in Orgus to herself, like, of course he fucking knows the Golem. Of course, this is, you know what, this is the weirdest shit on a long line of weird shit. I'm fine. This is fine. The, um, the Golem takes a knee in front of uh, Roderick and says, Yes, Bricktotalan has stood and fulfilled purpose. Forge is safe, despite the order above is gone. What to that, uh, good? What order? I mean, I'm assuming the dead people we found? But yeah, yeah. The order of the order that ran this place, I'm assuming? Yeah, but I want to hear what he has to say about it. Fair. Uh, the golem sort of looks up at Roderick, and he goes, It's okay. You did your job, and that's fantastic. You were great. I release you. You can be what you will. And with that, Bricktotalan uh, stands up, nods his head, uh, and then falls apart into rubble. Uh, okay. I am, I'll say, you know, fuck it. No, I think I would have figured that out. Um, Masami's just going to look between the pile of rubble and, uh, and Roger can be like, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that he, you helped make him or create him or his housing that he's now abandoned. Uh, Roger just sort of like looks over and goes, yeah, it was super easy. Wait, good. I forgot the hands! And he dives into this pile of stone, uh, pushing around big parts of what used to be the stone golem. Did they fall apart too? Are they keys? Like, you used them to fix the stairs. I guess they're the... It's how it works! 
Oh, if they fell apart, that's going to be a problem. You can't open these doors. I'll, I'll help him search through the rubble. Yeah, I'll help search and I'll start mending. I'll start trying to cast mending on bits and pieces as long as if 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 that helps at all to try to get more bits back together and uh, clear the You all do what you do to help, but you realize that mending doesn't work. Something about the stone is magically resistant. Oh, neat. Can I I'll say if you're not going to if you're not going to be using the stone, can I keep some? If once we get this figured out, this is neat. I like this material. Yeah, I, I don't care. That's not what I'm here for. Brick to the line was easy. What? What is this stuff? Oh, and he sort of like grabs a hunk of it. Um, and he's like, it's like this. And he like holds it in the palm of his hand, like a little orb of it. And he like sprinkles his fingers at it. And you can see a little magic flare. Uh, and then it sort of glows and then fades. And he goes, stone, that doesn't like magic. Have I, as a person that works in materials have heard of anything like this before? Um, you've heard of materials that are magic, that are like innately magic resistant, but you and the people you've conversed with on the matter just sort of don't really understand why, like, you walk into a forest of a million trees and three of them reflect magic. You're just like, we don't know why. They're, They're completely identical in every way to these other trees. But these three trees just don't give a fuck. I can respect that as a as a player. Um what sort of material does it seem to be then? Like is it like a stone? Okay, just like any kind of Just like regular ass gray stone. Rip Korg. Yep. Perishable rock. I mean, mm-hmm. um any, uh, well, yeah, I guess we'll help him try to find the, the keys, I guess? Yeah. Slash hands? So, Ahanzi, uh, between you and Roderick, you're able to find this, like, heavy iron cord. Almost like woven steel. Oh. Uh, chain. Not chain, but like... Mm. Like braided cable? Yeah, thank you. Like that. Uh, but it has these three, like, heavy stone hands. One, again, that has, like, its fingers clawed out. Um, and then two that are, like, flat. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just hold them for him. Uh, think, think I feel like I know which one this goes to, and I'll I'll just kind of hold up the, the claw and... And Roger goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes to the common door. Um, what is what is stored in these rooms? Materials uh, is kind of vague. Uh, he, like, just sort of gives you this, like, face that he's like, uh, uh, Materials. Roderick. What kinds of materials? Like, all of them? Is it things specifically to make more of these? And I'll just kind of gesture to uh, Roderick's companions. (laughs) No, 
They're not these. That's 12. That's 37. They're people. Well, they used to be people. All right, Roderick, are the materials made out of minerals, vegetables, or animals? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Is this some pocket dimension stuff where you can just basically reach your hand into an unlimited bag of holding and say, I want adamantium, or and it just appears in your hand kind of sh- No, the adamantium is going to be in the Zodic. Gazuntite, what does that mean? He's going to take the coil of stone hands from a Hanzi, mm-hmm. and he's going to strugglingly drag them across the room. I'm just going to watch him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to like grab the two flat hands and slide one of them each into the slits on the exotic door. And then he's going to push the two of them from the left side of the oval to the right side of the oval. And the slits are going to sort of slide with it. And then he's going to pull the door open and you're going to all be overwhelmed with a series of smells and stenches that the word different encapsulates. I'm just imagining like the D&D rustic musty equivalent of walking by a Bath and Body Works in the mall. Yeah, sort of. Um, and it is lit inside with covered torches, torchlight. And you can see just like shelves and shelves of hunks of material. Masami is just like that, that sort of sparkle-eyed anime shit. Like that's yeah. kind of as much <laughs> as she could do. What? Had, this is, why did they have all of it? I'm not. I'm not saying isn't like how dare they. It's more of a, I, I, I would have really loved to have been here in their prime if this is the kind of stuff they're working with. Holy shit! And he goes, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then he closes the door. <laughs> Guys, can we just live here? I want to live here now. <laughs> and he pulls the slides the hands back over and pulls them out. Okay. Though religious curiosity does have to make me ask, he, your your friend who's now a pile of rubble on the floor, um, he mentioned a forge. What what was this place? It was the 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 part of this place that uh, research happened. Science, yes. What sort of science? I didn't even know that the, this order was a scientific pursuit kind of deal. Um, the, I really want to see that forge. I really want to go. Uh. Uh, he just drops the keys and walks over to the double doors and like goes, "Hey, I can't see." And then a bunch of lights are gonna illuminate the domed room ahead of you, that had been previously overtaken by darkness. The only thing that you had seen come out of that room was Bricticulon, and well, he's gone now. So the room lights up. And you see this massive central structure. It's all brass and bulbous, almost like it has the overall shape of like a massive Buddha statue. Where like there's a sort of there's a top to it and then it bellows out and then 
a sharp bottom, like a like a like it's sitting on a stump. But two sides, three sides of the the big wide rounded base are forge mouths. This whole thing is this massive forge. And then the rest of the room is just pretty much like the dopest like artisan chamber you could imagine. There's racks for tanning and skinning and there's uh, you know, benches designed for table sawing and measurements and there's like devices that hold something in place and spin it. Um, there's, you know, pretty much anything you can imagine on that level. I mean, there's obviously an anvil. There's obviously blacksmith's tools. There's obviously armorer's tools and fletching tools. Pretty much the whole giant maker space. Yeah. Masami is legitimately weighing her options of telling the rest of the group that to go back to Ratbeat and say she died so she can just live here. Like, that's legitimately a thought process in her head. She's like, I just want to stay here. Everything else is terrible, but this is amazing. <laughs> like, just the star, like, this is, this is, this is letting a kid loose in Disney World. She's not touching anything yet, but she's definitely, like, just open jaw, slack jawed, open, wide eyed awe of everything. This is amazing. I... What happened to this place at some, like... Oh my gosh. Like, how could this knowledge have just... died? I mean, having a, having a giant dwarf stop anybody from entering probably had something to do with it, but I'm more just... I didn't even know this place existed. Roderick sort of turns around and just like chop, like karate chops his own neck and goes, well, someone eh, killed it. That's why. Why would they, though? Like, what? I mean, well, for what purpose? Like, this seems... I mean, there's... Masami's just kind of going around and like, looking at the blacks, like, looking at the blacksmith tools, trying to... Tra Is there anything like that, like, Looks like it was a, you know, finished product that would have been produced in here? No. Not not in here currently. Okay, so it's probably all the stuff that we found upstairs. Or likely that was produced down here. This is... This is... Amazing. Um, I didn't... I mean, I... I don't even know if I'd really even heard of this order before, much less this kind of capability. Robert, do you have any idea what killed it? No, but now that I know that they're dead, I'm going to find out. And when I do, I'm going to, and then he like smacks his hand with a fist into his open palm and goes, crush them. Why are you going to crush them? Because oh, these were no. my friends. That number okay, that old dragon in the big city is going to be super upset, or was super upset. 
Wait, the person that we ran into on the way here? Uh-uh. No, no, no. No, 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 no. The, the big old dragon in Yao. In Yao. I'm trying to remember if we knew about that or not. Is that Prob common knowledge? <laughs> is that what? Is, is the big old dragon living in Yao common knowledge? <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Who is the most important person in Switzerland? Who isn't a politician? Is talking like the royal probably family. whoever runs the bank. Okay, but like my point is, you don't know who that is, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. So. so, like, people know who that is, and, and you know, it's it's a, it's a known figure in some circles. But, like, you guys don't just offhand know who that is. No. No, no, no. I, I was asking more the fact, like, do, do we at least know kind of who he's referring to? And that's my point. Like, okay. obviously there's a dragon who's kind of important in Yao. Okay. Um, but if you've never been there, or if you've never been amongst, the, like, the upper crust of Yao... Then you probably don't know them. Fair. If anything, maybe one of your dragonborn know who it is. But that would be, you know, just up to their exposure personally. Slowly head turns towards Becky and <laughs> Torin. Um, I mean, I might with my, you know, having grown up near there and with my mother, but I don't know. Like, I can't imagine that, like, Dragons running. I don't. Dragons don't seem common enough to be something that would casually happen and that you don't make a note of. If you are to come across that portion, portion of, portion, uh, morsel of information. Like Torn, if you want to roll for it, I could say that you could make a history check for yeah, it. Whereas the yeah, rest I'll make of a, people I'll, probably have no idea. Yeah, I'll take a shot. Yeah. Uh, nah, five. Okay. Not my division. It's, it's not a surprise to you that this guy knows someone like that. Um, mm -hmm. It's also what you do know is that there are dragons that live in the great city of Yal. Yeah. I mean, they don't like perch up on a building. They generally take like a more humanoid form. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not too surprising to find out that they're kind of a big deal. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it makes. I mean, his mom was literally one, so like, yeah, it's not odd for him that there were dragons walking around. But you don't know the guy. We don't Becky. all know each other, God. <laughs> <laughs> and Becky, you were never living in Yao, right, or near it. Um, I remember growing up in a death fort. Um. No, if you lived towards that area. No, yeah, I never, I never lived. Um, I'm from Yell, though I'm not a dragonborn. Is there any chance I would have known anything? Um, yeah, if, if you grew up in Yell, go ahead and make a history check. Cool. Ooh, yay. Oh, sweet. Okay, uh, that's a 21. 21? Yes. Um, 
So you know as much, maybe a little bit more than Torin does about it. Um, you know that there are some very uh, important people in Yal that are dragons that don't put it out there that they are. But when he says old white dragon, that sort of rings a bell. Um, you've heard of this guy before, but you can't remember his name. Okay. And you know that that dragon had a lot to do with the coalition. Okay. Is the co- what is the coalition? Is that what we're dealing with? No, that's not what we're dealing with here, right? No. no. Um, I'm trying to figure. Um, at least how far in the future did I say Paradise took place after coalition? I really don't remember. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Um, so when Thistle brings up the, the, like, she remembers some guy and he had to do with the coalition. Um, anyone who wants to know about the coalition, make a history check. No, you know what? I won't. Ahanzi wouldn't know and wouldn't really, really care. 14. Okay. 17. 18. Okay, so Thistle and Masami, you two know about the coalition. So, turns out there was this prophecy that every thousand years, something tries to fuck with the crystals. Um, and some big, important people in Yal were like, hey, this thousand year thing is coming up. Let's do something about that in a preventative measure. So they made this thing called the Coalition, where they gathered a bunch of heroes and adventurers from all across the world and had them go to the different crystals and perform, you know, some sort of thing to protect the crystals from outside influence. Uh, The problem is, and the unfortunate story ends with the coalition had been betrayed by a confidant within it from the beginning and the ritual or the protection that they all put up on the crystals actually opened the door for whatever evil to come in and mess with the crystals sort of facilitated the prophecy rather than prevented it you tried to prevent fate, and fate just said nope and slapped that shit right out of your hand. So, thinking on that, whoever was behind the coalition was probably pretty embarrassed, or upset, or distraught, and depressed, and torn up about it. Considering that they thought they were doing good, but if anything, you know, they damned it. Oh, shit. And does that have? I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly. Does that have anything to do with this place? You don't know where the connection is, but probably a fair assumption that the coalition in this place had something in common. Wait, I, I explained that last time we got here. 
that this place used to be the Guardians and they got disbanded because they were considered ineffectual. Right. Would they have been part of the coalition or the precursor to the coalition or like I, I I'm it, they both have to do with the crystals, right? Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah, it was the coalition that disbanded them, I believe, is what. Oh. I had. Yeah. Explain. Oh. Okay. 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 I remember now. Cool. 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 Titanic. But how that all went down is still, I think, a mystery. Yeah, we don't know the full details of it. Other than that, it was like they were considered the the wardens here were considered. To be no longer effective and therefore the coalition decided they wouldn't be a thing and that was all we knew. Okay. Humst. Okay, so coalition had something to do with this and just gesturing around to the room. And there's a dragon that's mad about it. And I really want to just... I'm, I am physically having to stop myself from touching everything here. It's at about this point where you guys hear a roar begin to channel in the room. Um... That's... Is it a balrog roar, or like a... Is it like a roar of a fire, or a roar of a creature? Well, the answer to that question comes in the room going from lit to brightly lit. As the forge spouts flame, or burps flame for a moment. Uh, as you can see, Roderick has started up the forge. Ah. Okay, so not entirely a bad thing. <laughs> okay, so we are allowed to touch... Well, Roderick's allowed to touch things. Cool. Well, yeah, I helped them build it. I... Fair. Listen, and he, like, sort of gestures lazily with, like, a spanner in your guys' direction. That old white dragon was, like... Oh my god, Roderick, you're so good at building stuff. Can you help this thing I'm doing? And I'm like, I'm super busy, but okay, because I owe you a favor. Oh, thanks so much. It's so good. Could you just, like, build a little bit over there? I'm like, yeah, totally. Of course I can. I can do everything. So I came over here, and I helped them out, and I built this, and he, like, gestures to this whole place. Wow, I just oh, how much for how can you rent a space? I wanna I I can't stress how much I would just like to live here, guys. <laughs> okay, well, when we have enough money to get out of Rat Beak, you can request to come here. You know what? You are absolutely right about that. Is it out in the middle of a desert where nobody goes? Yes. Is that part of the pe- of the peel? Also, yes. Looks like it needs a new guardian now that what's-his-face Tate guy has passed on. Yeah, like, what? This, this still doesn't answer the question of what we think happened here. Do we think that the co- like the coalition took this place out? 
How long and how long ago was that? Like, okay. Everyone make a constitution save. Oh, goody. Fuck. <clears throat> poison related? I'm sorry? Is it poison related? No. It's sound related. It's a ten. Likewise, ten. Also a ten. It's a good number. It's not gonna, not it's not good gonna save. Twenty-five. Right. Jesus. Alright, so who got a sixteen or higher? Think literally a Hanzi. Oh, I got a 16. Okay, never mind. Okay, so only a Hanzi is not stunned for a round. Uh, as the deafening clangs of unearthly noise echo in the room. Hanzi, you're able to just clamp your ears and look, and you see that. Roderick has retrieved these four crystalline shards and has begun to hammer them into one. I'm, I'm not going to ask or speak. I'm just, I, I want to watch. And I'll just kind of gesture to everybody else once I, then I guess, look back and see that they're all fucking... Death for a moment. As a free action, I would just like to make an unhuman sounding guttural at the sound as I'm stuck. I'm assuming once I'm done being stunned, I'm covering my ears. Uh, no. The sounds are over. Okay. Oh, okay. Was the sound of him hitting? Yes. Or the sound of him grabbing? Okay. But he's not like forging it, he just hit it once and it's back to No, he hit it several times. Okay, so it was just the initial shock. Yeah, it was like a, a good ten, good like round and a half of noise that you guys are just like, oh fuck. What are you doing? What? Are I okay, professional curiosity. What are you doing? Uh, Roderick grabs this like sh sort of shaft of crystal and he goes, "Oh, I'm making something that's super important." Can I? Can I help? No. Masami looks legitimately dejected at the, at the... Not that she thought he would say yes, but, like, there's there's some pouting immediately <laughs> happening. Um, so, after he seems to, like, undo this, or, like, sorry, after he seems to, like, finish with the blade, or with the the this, like, length of crystal he goes okay I gotta put a handle on this uh, and he sort of sort of one at a time scoots around to the different parts of the room and you can see he's making a sword oh what is that made out of that crystal oh it's um Hold on, I gotta make sure I can tell you. And he, like, sets it down um, and, like, walks over to the party and he puts his hands on his hips and he, like, takes a deep breath out of his nose and, like, deeply pierces his eyes at every single person. He goes, Yeah, why not? 
And he just sort of stomps back over and goes, I am making a sword. And this is a very important sword. It's going to save the world someday. But not today. In fact, not anytime soon. But some people down the line are going to be super important. Okay. Okay. I mean, I I can respect that. Um, what is it? I like the 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 idea of like watching somebody who clearly can just like bend the laws of magic and craft to his whim, and his whim is fucking chaotic. Make something that is essentially like going to be part of somebody's destiny one day. Like this is. This is kind of the cornerstone of my religion by accident. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, why you needed us here in the first place? You seem very capable, almost in spite of us. He points up with the tools in his hands, and he goes, "If no one's there to see history, does it happen?" It and he does. goes back to tinkering. Yes, because you did it. But if nobody knows about it, if nobody knows about it, it can't be, it can't carry on. It gets, it happens, yes, but it's lost, and it can't ever really be reformed into what it was. History might be written by the victors, but it's it's witness it's uh, created by the witnesses. And when he sort of finishes, you see a very simple short sword uh, with this beaming crystalline glow. With a simple, like, the kind of simple that you'd see at, um, like, a small town blacksmith handle, pommel, and handguard. Or, you know, crossguard. And sheath. Does it have a name? Yes. W- what's the name? Uh, he opens his mouth to speak, uh, but you don't hear Roderick's voice. You hear eight different voices in chaos say different things on top of one another. Um, I. I fucking knew it. <laughs> is it's sentient, isn't it? Oh, it's so much more than that. And he like sheathes the sword and hands it to twelve. And he goes, and don't lose it. It's very important. And twelve just like rolls his eyes the only way that a wooden face can. <laughs> Fair enough. He goes, oh, and he's like, all right, guys, we're done here. We can go. Really? Yeah, I'm done. <sighs> Do we have to? Oh. What? What is it that light it's made out of? Oh, yeah, you asked that question. And like as he passes you and he goes, oh, it was made from the crystals. Like the, the capital C crystals? He makes a capital C with his hand and goes, yeah. Holy shit. 
Hey, we, we've done a lot of work for you, Roderick. Can we spend, like, one night here so that Ahanzi can can play? Or Masami nope. can play? Sorry. We've already been here too long. Things are about to get weird if we don't leave soon. I thought you wanted to find out what happened to your friends. Oh, uh, and he, like, waves his hand. I, I'm sorry. I was lying. I already knew. Fair enough. You can explain it to us. Is oh, yeah, but we, we, and he, like, looks at his wrist where there is nothing. He goes, but we really uh, should be leaving. I, I, so we start, I'm going to, like, start hurting people if I have to while they talk. Yeah, no, I, I figure we're heading towards the exit. It's like, is this yeah. a place that we can come back to later? Because I would love to come back here, but I also understand that this is, this is, this is a big, big well, capital B shit. You can come back here early, later if you want, but we've already been here earlier, which is silly, if you think about it. <laughs> you got to play with the forge and I didn't. Uh-huh. I... It's a pretty forge. It's the you prettiest forge pretty I've ever forge. seen. I'm sure you can do that. Not in this lifetime, probably. Well, definitely not in this lifetime. You're probably not even born yet. On that, we should really be what? going. <laughs> Hansi is what did you do? Up the halfway the stairs, like. <laughs> right, Roderick, so guys... what did fucking what? Roderick, are we on the same time as we were when we came down the stairs originally? No man's time, Lord? Oh, what oh, the hell? Oh, wait. Yes, that? Yes. Definitely the same time than when we came down the stairs. Inside check. Yes, good. <laughs> okay, what about when we came through the front door? Oh, definitely not. Natural 20. Rick. Natural 20. Yeah, uh, he he's telling the truth. And that's terrifying. That's this is fine. Um, Let's get the fuck out of here before we end up punching a hole in existence. So, um, as you guys leave, uh, the armor and arms that you acquired from the armory begin to deteriorate at a massive speed. That makes sense. They were already kind of crusty when we got there, right? No, no. The moment you put them on, they they were pristine. That's what I mean. Like, but they were when they were like on the racks, they were like dusty and gross. Yeah. But this is beyond that. I mean, yeah, these are like falling off of you. Glad I only picked up one thing. Yeah, I didn't take anything. What about the what about the sword that I found in the earlier room? That does not. The one that I found. The other thing. The one that. Yeah, the one that uh, the one that Thistle found and that I'm keeping. Look, I just ha I went through like s tangentially like seven different religious uh, like <laughs> episodes in these past two sessions. Let me have this. <laughs> so by the time you guys approach the gate to leave the grounds, you see the walls are beginning to shake. Yeah, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! And the sky, the the sky, the sky is tearing apart into cosmic rainbows. Jesus Christ. Um, oh boy. Roderick? And he's running. He's like, what? I mean, we're all running at this point. Shaka, when the walls fell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who looks back? I do. Fuck. I, do, I absolutely do. I had. I did not learn my lesson from the cosmic horror. <laughs> yeah, same. 
Uh, anybody who is lagging behind, I am pitching over my shoulder and barreling towards the fucking gate. No one stops, but I just want to know who looks behind them at the sort of... Behind me because I'm, I'm in mourning already. Yeah. And I do. Uh, all those that look behind, you can see in the, the cosmic, like, rainbowy cracks in the sky, a single black tendril begins to creep in. Uh, <laughs> nope. It's at about that point where you guys all cross the threshold out of the temple grounds. And the whole thing, like, shakes like a mirage. And when the warbling finishes, it's immediately a flat ruins. The outside, like, maybe the outline of stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, So I have about a million questions. Yeah. First off, I definitely saw something that maybe looked like something from the place beyond Eldritch Horror fucking nonsense. Oh, yeah. But uh, just like Masami, like visibly shuddered. Was that waiting for you? The the thing in the crack? The ruin. The ruin. Oh, the... Was, it, was, it, was it holding itself in some sort of temporal space waiting for you? Well, yeah, I built it. Fair enough. We should make way to the mountain. I don't know how much more my brain can take today. Why? And he, like, claps your lower back and goes, you've never time-traveled a thousand years in the past before? <laughs> Can't say that I have. Thousand years? Jesus, fuck. Whoever that is. So we're, <laughs> we're a thousand years in the past right now? No. No, we were a thousand years in the past in the building. Hence the reason why all your shiny armor, not shiny anymore. Well, I guess I'll just take it off and discard it. I can turn. No, no, no. That is that is that is. I don't shitty think anime. there's much left. There's nothing to left. It. it was literally disintegrating <laughs> off of us. It would yeah. be like a thousand years. It would become rust and dust. So what Kenny is trying to say is that y'all make it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's of- clothes and stuff, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> but any of the dope shit that you got from the armory is destroyed. You yeah. give it, then you take it away. Good news is that you didn't leave your chainmail in there, and I hand that back to um, who had chain. I have somebody's uh, chainmail. Becky's smart. Here you go, Becky. Have your chainmail back. Thanks. Be glad I didn't turn it into something in the meantime. Appreciate it. Uh, so. What engagements do you all have with Roderick while you make the last leg of your trip? Um, I have a million questions and I have no idea how to ask them, so that's fun. Yeah, I just want to ask him, like, what what happened to the people living in that place? Like, what did they all get wiped out one day by whatever that thing was, or were they dead before that? He shakes his head. Oh, that thing was just curious that there was time being messed with. Uh, Sharks in the water. Or shark smelling blood in the water kind of deal. Basically. Yes, I... That place was 
a majestic order that has risen and fallen several times over the course of history. They have always tried to do the same thing, but are always told to stop. Unfortunately, they're always told to stop right before they would be helpful. I mean, a thousand years is a long time to wait. Be useful. Well, no. What I'm saying is that the order that resided within those walls has had many names and has formed and disbanded, formed and, and disbanded many times. So is it due to form again? I hope so. Kind of just look at the, the, the sword that I took that Thistle found. I'm like, should I have put this back? No. You have picked up that sword a hundred times before, and you've done magical, wonderful things with it a hundred times in the future. What? Me? Well, you will. Are we the coalition? No. 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 Mm -mm. But I have gone in the past to that place to make this sword a few dozen times. And you five have always been there to join me when we go there. Because it's important. Huh. I'm going to roll a constitution save for myself to make my brain stop hurting. <laughs> I rolled a three. I don't know if I succeed or not. Everything hurts. <laughs> Roderick, how have we traveled with you multiple times? Well, and he like draws a circle in the air and a little like magic thread stays behind. And he goes, so if we did this and he like crosses through the circle, if we do that, like we just did, then every time the circle goes around, we have to take that same shortcut. Oh, okay. So because I, and he whispers, cheated, we have to keep doing this every time everything, well, that's, yeah, every time. Mm-hmm. So the, is this part of the cycle of the crystals? The, the coalition and everything and we've we've somehow all of that uh, yes inside check is there a way to break the cycle uh, 19 19 you know he's you know he's not gonna tell you the truth yeah, no, but it was more of the, like, how much is he just pulling that out of his ass? <laughs> you feel that he's saying it because he doesn't think you can handle the truth. That's, you know what, my brain hurts already, that's fair. I mean, I'd much rather him just say, your brain will break if I tell you, I would accept that, but. How, is all of this part of this cycle? Like, going into the, like, going in seeing the orcs and fighting seeing your friend and getting held hostage and meeting the leader of that city is that all are we, are we have we tread this before 
he turns around and goes and throws his hands up and goes, "Who cares?" I I do. I think. Will it help? More. Probably not. I yeah. I need a drink. If you're if what you say is true and time is a circle, will it really matter? Eh. I'd like to imagine Masami just does that Jamie Lee Curtis, like, holds up finger and takes drink of wine glass meme <laughs> at a Hanzi. Anyway, we're almost there. Oh, good. Um, wow. Been really heavy stuff. So, uh, you guys travel for about a you know a total of a day, um, and in the in the distance you can see the town. And he goes, "Oh, that's where I need to go." Is this where we know we need to take him? Yeah. Okay, cool. I couldn't remember exactly where we were taking him versus uh, it, it's been a hot minute since I actually remember what we were originally doing <laughs> before, mm-hmm. before we had uh, everything happen. You know, world shaking, revelations, all that jazz. Uh, at that point, he turns around and goes, So, I'm here. You guys did a good job. And he gives you a thumbs up. I it was a thumbs up back. It was certainly an adventure, and I wouldn't have traded it. So, thanks. It was a strange adventure. I hope we meet again, I guess. Although oh, we do, in like... Well, why waste a secret? Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out when we figure it out, I guess. Well, you'll figure it out when you see me again. Ooh, look up. I don't. I will. I do. I is he just gone when we look back down? Yep. Torin, do you look up? Yeah. So everyone but Becky looks up? <laughs> I think so. Uh, yeah, me expectingly. Okay. You do you do what, Becky? As is he just looking at me expectingly? No, he's looking up. Oh. But if you didn't look, you didn't look. Everyone who looks up, you just see the sky, and then you feel like a like a well of wind from beneath you. Like the wind come across the grasslands and pivoted up when it hit you. And then you see the sky gets further and further away. Uh, and then you're surrounded in blackness for a brief second. Becky, you see the op- the ground open up around you. The fuck? And you guys fall through a hole. Uh, it's about no, don't like it. a blink worth of darkness. And then you guys are sitting in the chairs in Rapik in front of the boss. Ooh. Whoa. Uh, I really... He doesn't get any less I, weird to swallow. I don't know if antics. I hate that man and want to kill him. What if he's a, a, a friend? I want him to teach me how to make a fucking forge, though. Boss. Boss goes to Torin and goes, A lot of people feel that way about him. Welcome back, yo. Uh, thanks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, I take it you did it right? He said he did, said we did good. He threw us in a hole to get here, so I'm assuming yes. Thumbs did up. you go to the ruins? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, can't be helped. Anyway, 
And that's where we're going to end things. <laughs> I've been your host on Dungeon Master Kenny. We had our entire party for the Rappy campaign, including our barbarian. Uh, Hanzi, uh, the Yakfolk, played by Melanie. Our warlock. Elise, playing Thistle, the, ha- the half-elf warlock. Our paladin fighter. Torin, played by James. Our cleric. Masami, the half-orc forge cleric, played by Katie. And our fighter. Uh, Becky, the dragonborn battlemaster fighter. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.